Hello and welcome to the back page of Video Games Podcast. I'm Sammy Robertson. I'm joined as ever by Matthew Castle. Hello. I say as ever, Matthew. This has been uh, it's been two weeks off for you, um, for you know completely fine reasons. And uh, how are you doing? Is it good to be back on the regular episodes? Oh, lovely to be back. Jeremy and Phil did a lovely job, but it's nice to be back uh, chatting bullshit with you. Um, I think this one should be a nice, healthy dose of bullshit to get us back in the groove. <laughs> I think yeah. I remember how to do this. Yeah, um, which of, um, out of interest, which of the exotic guns in Destiny that Phil disca- described in um, hour three of that podcast did you uh, <laughs> were you the most excited about, Matthew? Do you have a preference? <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> I somehow knew that would be the case. Is um, that shitty of me? I'm sorry. <clears throat> I just look. I didn't know if I could deal with two and a half hours of destiny at any point this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> look, I mean, you know, I, I thought it was a it was a really good episode, but like definitely accepted that after we made it that maybe this is too inside for like normies to enjoy, particularly people who have enjoyed like the Kirby list, for example. Um, <laughs> this is a very different energy. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, like, like I say, Matthew, this is some bullshit. So. Welcome to the second Games Court episode of 2022. Um, it's been a few months since we did one of these. Traditionally, these episodes involve the listeners sharing their most dubious second-hand game purchases with us and uh, Judge Matthew Castle deciding whether they live or die for their sins. Um, but Matthew Castle Island is currently being culturally boycotted by the Western world in response to him replacing his entire school curriculum with nine-to-five play sessions of Jurassic Park Trespasser. So yep. our eyes turn instead to Samuel Roberts Peninsula, where I will be presiding over my own games court. I will be judging purchases on the grounds of taste versus money spent and whatever else takes my fancy. Damn, it's good to be a judge. Matthew wrote a little script for me there. <laughs> Thank you for that full body reading of that. <laughs> Let me try again. Damn, it's good to be a judge. Um, <laughs> listeners will know I've got like a kind of sexy Kathleen Turner thing going on with my voice this week. Um, I'm sort of not entirely sure what it is. I did drink some gin last night, so it might be that. I apologise. You just suggested um, to me it was because you ate an egg sandwich. I just, I just wanted to hide my alcoholism from because you, Matthew. There's, there's nothing more famously abrasive <laughs> than egg. <laughs> well, it does it does sort of clag in the throat somewhat, an it egg sandwich, It does clag, it? but it doesn't scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Unless you ate it on a particularly rough uh, artisanal bread. Sorry, what are you, Columbo, suddenly? Like, what's what? this? <laughs> When it comes to sandwiches, yes, I am sandwich Columbo. <laughs> it it does it does clag, but it doesn't scratch. That's like uh, <laughs> that should be on your business cards um, for your uh, your your sandwich detective agency. Okay, very good. Um, so yes, um, people will be familiar with the game score format at this point. Um, it has yielded such famous uh, sort of memes as um, we've got ourselves a pulpin, a Matthew Castle classic. I feel a lot of pressure actually to be doing this and. Um, Preparing for this, the, these episodes, is like preparing for a local theatre production. It's like, <laughs> it's basically like role play. <laughs> um, preposterous, that sounds, but it, it is like that. Because um, as people who have listened to the previous Gamescore episodes will know, we have like quite a rich fiction at the bed, <laughs> as the bedrock of this. Um, like a deep lore, like a whole wiki's <laughs> worth at this point. Um, and so last time we, we introduced Samuel Roberts Peninsula for the first time. The autocratic island nation of Matthew, Matthew Castle Island was... Um, a lot's happened there, and um, we thought it'd be fun to flip things around. So, mm. 
Yeah, Matthew, how are you feeling about about being the um, the lawyer rather than the uh, the judge this time? Yeah, it's good. We've had uh, quite a good batch. I should point out we've had so many entries that, that we're not going to be going through like everything we've been sent. We, we've already got some stored up for like another future episode because I thought otherwise it would just be too long. We've got some like interesting games, some quite funny stories around them, um, lots of weird fringe cases uh, <laughs> for you to have to unpick, and uh, you know. Un- uncharted territory legal wise um, oh, right. <laughs> and yeah i'm very excited to be visiting samuel roberts peninsula i love how shit the name of our, our two like countries are <laughs> yeah also like that you've called it samuel roberts peninsula island in this plan that you've written like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's funny that's an even worse name um, <laughs> um yeah it makes yeah. no sense yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I've tried doing a bit of research. I had to write an opening speech, which you did so brilliantly last time, so I've, I've really been feeling the pressure there. I'm quite nervous about that. Yeah. It might be chronically unfunny. That's basically the whole deal with these episodes, is that we just sort of like go in and hope hope for the best, and they tend to come out okay by the end. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, like, um, <laughs> it, it is tough. Like, I, I felt a bit of pressure to be funny in this one because Matthew always obviously comes up with the punishment and um, fills the courtroom <laughs> with interesting characters. I've been given that task this time. Uh, the listeners can decide um, uh, whether whether it's kind of like uh, I've succeeded or not. I think the funny thing is, Matthew, don't you kind of see this as like the most shameful episode to talk about with our peers? I.e., people listen to the episode with like Tim or Jen <laughs> and then listen to, or, or Simon Parkin. <laughs> And then listen to this horse shit. And then it's like, how is, how is this the same podcast? Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's like if you take the sane voice out of the room, this is what we chose <laughs> to do with our time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it really is like, I mean, you know, we're talking about magazine back pages. This has the energy of that for sure. Except like taken so far. That it's kind of like it's just it's been it's been ill-advisedly given its own bookazine on the shelves. Um, <laughs> Bat pages so yeah. tend to have the decency to like fuck off after one issue. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like the same joke for like two years, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I do well, a water ass was a little bit like that in Nintendo Gamer, but. Um... Yeah. Well, you know, we'll keep doing it until people s- stop listening. Or, or until you panic that you've upset uh, the real Iwata or, you know, whatever happened at the time where you kind of started panicking it was um, it was racist or something. <laughs> Didn't that happen once? Uh, no, that happened on Official Nintendo where we wrote a um, Christmas Carol as the then president of Nintendo of Europe and both me and Scrubs were absolutely convinced we'd sent something hugely inappropriate to print. <laughs> we worried about it like over the entire Christmas holidays. <laughs> yeah, that's like when I um, did a news story on Red Dead Redemption 2 being leaked for PC and worried that I would get sued like that outlet did by Rockstar <laughs> for, a for like million a million pounds. And I spent my entire Christmas break thinking that was going to happen. And then I came back and to check. I remember like watching the favourite on the first day that everyone was back at work after Christmas. And I thought, if I get out the cinema now and like no one's emailed me with a lawsuit, I've probably gotten away with it. And I, I thought, <laughs> I like, I need, I need help. Like that's that's a ridiculous level of worry to be having about things. Um, but yeah. So anyway, good good stuff. Good little segue there. I will say, Matthew, before we get into this. Should we discuss the draft result a little bit? Oh, yeah. We haven't had a chance to, to, to discuss that. It was really well received by the listeners, that episode. People really dug it. And actually, I think people were kind of surprised that we were able to pull out some quite good PC gaming knowledge in the end. Because it's true we don't talk well, about PC gaming. 
Well, no, you had some too. You had like more of the um, graphic adventure. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I had one Grim Fandando anecdote for everyone, so that was good. But it was a great <laughs> one. It was a great one about one specific transition, so it made you sound authoritative, even though you're not. Um, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you won, and the trespassers seem to be the thing that won it for you, which. I think sets a dangerous precedent, but how are you feeling about it? You know, in the politest way possible, you've maybe become fixated on the trespasser element of it. <laughs> like, there's a lot of, like, you know, there was Half-Life in the mix, too, and some other biggies. Yeah. But definitely, like, our our most vocal listeners uh, definitely bigged up trespasser as an element. I don't know if that was just some epic trolling. I mean, I didn't want to win with Trespasser. Um <laughs> You know, I think it has a place in my draft collection of games for sure. Yeah. That's why I picked it. But you know, I was hoping people would like legitimately like the other stuff. I, I, I to be honest, I felt very guilty because I felt like I picked lots of stuff and then did such a shit job of justifying them because my memory is so bad uh, for this particular period. And you made some really good cases for my games. So yeah. I feel like we both won, really. The thing is, I-, I will correct you on something there, Matthew. You said memory. Um, you can't have memories of things you haven't played. Um, oh, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it- it's fine. I- afterwards, I thought... So I actually... I-, I will say, I thought your list was really good, apart from Trespass. Everything else yeah. is, like, great on there. And, yeah, I think Planescape Torment is probably like more of a heart pick for people than Boulder Skaters, so that was a good pick. And I think you picked better in FPS than I did. So I did I did think afterwards maybe I should have just picked a really safe combo of Doom and um, Quake 2 or something. Right. Um, uh, but I don't know. I just uh, I wanted to like pick what I was actually playing in the 90s so I could talk yeah. about it, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it, you know, it happens. Um, it's, it's, it's all good. But, um, yeah, it was fun seeing the response. People just get so into them. Um, and we are definitely going to do... Uh, 2000 to 2005 PC gaming draft uh, at some point soon. Um, yeah, yeah. W- whether we'll do any more from there it remains to be seen. We'll um, we'll see. Um, but it is talk. It is fun talking about PC gaming. We had loads to say. It was our longest draft episode by miles. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was. It was like I say. Like I've never written about it. It's definitely not my area of expertise. So I, I needed a little bit of carrying. But um, yeah, I think as a as a podcast collective, um, we created ourselves well. <laughs> Yeah, I also think that like for the next PC gaming draft, you'll find that we've got more to say about the the next period we're going to do in terms of like more first hand experience. I was saying your yeah. side, Matthew, which will be good. Um, and yeah, it will be and some really good games in there. So yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll definitely do that uh, later this year. Look out for that 2000 2005 PC gaming draft. It's uh, it's going to happen. Okay, so on with the game score then, Matthew. So. Yeah. Um you've you've got a bunch of questions here. Do you want to ask me the Yeah, I'll ask yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, we we like to set the scene for these episodes as we're no longer on Matthew Castle Island. I'd like to sort of better get to know the judge and the conditions that I'm going to be working in. Um so, <laughs> you know, more generally, like how how are the people of Samuel Roberts Peninsula uh, faring at the moment? Um, um, what are the, what are the big like headlines from the island? Uh, so people may or may not remember from the last game's court that um, the entire like island had been like sort of katamaried. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was a, it was a sort of like sort of a hell world of things that were stuck together, and like <laughs> a lot of paperwork was required just to like unstick things. Um, <laughs> so actually, I could, I've actually written like a little um, opening court speech here, Matthew, that will sum up a little bit of what's been happening. Oh um, right, wow. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, welcome to the courtroom. Um, welcome to Sammy Roberts Peninsula more widely. 
In the many weeks that have passed since we annexed this land from Indonesia, we've seen many moments that make this autocracy <laughs> proud. But none like today, where finally we'll see some boys off the internet get executed for our amusement. A special thanks to everyone who helped us evacuate the Katamarid hellscape that is now known as the peninsula formerly known as Samuel Roberts Peninsula. We will now play the national anthem, which was created in Mario Paint in about 15 minutes. Oh, wait, I'm told the snares was left behind on the Katamari hellscape, along with the barrel that Johnny Sasaki was shitting in. You may proceed. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit of a summary there. I, did you enjoy that? Oh, I loved that. I mean, it may have nobbled some of my opening speech because I assumed we were still on a hell world. <laughs> a spherical hell world, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, that's okay. Um, if for the purposes of the, uh, you know, comedy we need to move locations again, that's okay. Like, the, the you know, we, we still technically own the previous land and we don't own this new land that we have. The people of Indonesia are not happy, I'll be honest. Um, it's just it's just very weird to hear us given, like, such a concrete real world context for where we are. <laughs> Um, like I never, I don't, I have no idea where Matthew Castle Island is. Um, uh, yeah. I assumed it was just sort of like near North Korea. I don't know. It's <laughs> similar kind of vibes. I don't know. Um, yeah. I had the idea of coming out, looking across to North Korea, like you're close enough to see it and being like, oh, huh, interesting. <laughs> That's maybe the way to do it. <laughs> I was just having a cup of tea on the, on the porch of my house and yeah. the idea came to me <laughs> also the yes. idea that... <laughs> dictator hmm. I love the idea as well that you're close enough that you can see um, a dictatorship happening like, um... <laughs> I can <laughs> just see the general oppression <laughs> yeah oh that's funny um, yeah to be honest I only did this because in my head I just thought it was, it was really funny the idea of annexing land and also the, <laughs> the, the peninsula formerly known as Sam Roberts Peninsula that's that's the dumb bullshit I just wanted to drop in there. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of we'll figure that out, Matthew. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll unpick the law. Yeah, um, but please continue. I know you have some more questions. Yeah. For the, uh, the court um, so traditionally, here. our courtrooms are swarming with familiar video game faces. Uh, which video game characters do we find in your court today? Oh boy, um, where to start? So we've got the merchant from Resident Evil Four. Oh. And every single time uh, a defendant will come up, he'll go, what are you buying? And like <laughs> everyone in the courtroom will just burst into like thunderous applause um, because, because that's brilliant, isn't it? Um, so, yep, he's here. Um, he's got a coat just full of items. So if you need to buy like, you know, um, a sort of ammo clip upgrade, he's, you know, give him a shout between um, when we when we adjourn the court, you know. Um, we've got Nuclear Gandhi from Civilization. Um <laughs> He's like 90% regular Gandhi, but occasionally glitches and declares nuclear war on neighbouring countries. That's, you know, tough beat. But, you know, the 90% the, the regular Gandhi is pretty good. He's good, good guy, Gandhi, wasn't he? Um, <laughs> um, we've got um, Ken Kutaragi here, the father of PlayStation. Um, he keeps creating new consoles and insisting people get a second job to pay for them. Um, he's got like, he's got like eight new consoles at this point. It's getting out of hand. Um, and we don't have the resources to produce them here, unfortunately. Um, we've got a single Soviet grenadier from Command and Conquer Red Alert. Um, we've also got a single Allied ore truck from Red Alert. Uh, oh wait, sorry, the um, the ore truck has just run over the grenadier, so we now we just have the ore truck. The grenadier's dead. Sorry, this about has that. happened in the courtroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's it's tough. You know, it's it's what happens on the on the on the battlefields of Command and Conquer. Um, little men get run over by ore trucks, and that's that's what happened. He was very tiny though, to be fair. Oh, oh, oh okay. Thank you for clarifying. They are t- they're not regular size to us. 
No, no, they're like um, they're like a sort of micro machine size, basically. Uh, t- <laughs> How do we even know that this has occurred? I don't think I'd notice. <laughs> I'm just too distracted by Ken Kataragi. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just got to be careful not to sit on them, basically. We've got a lot of sort of, you know, Command and Conquer units just like, you know, milling about, basically. It's, an engine. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like ants. Yeah. You've got, like like, you got a Command and Conquer infestation <laughs> in your courtroom. Yeah, there's a Quick, lot of... get a kettle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, there's a lot of engineers running into various appliances, and then they like turn red um, when they've been taken oh, over. Oh no! It's like, a, it's like, like a, so, like a Soviet toaster and microwave. It's it's rough, you know. Um, that's like that's that's for the um, you know the island uh, sort of JCs to, to to sort out. To be honest, um, that's not really my problem. Um, so let's see. We've got um, Tingle from the Zelda games, of course, and, and um, uh, Larry Butts is here from the Phoenix Wright games. <laughs> yeah. um, he fled civilized countries because he's wanted on treason charges. Um, we, we were happy to <laughs> yeah. shelter him here, though we are fighting like a lot of extradition treaties. Um, <laughs> it's, it's tough. Like uh, you know, the, the, the you know the government they they want him basically. They want to put him on like regular trial for for other crimes. And finally, um, we've got PS One Hagrid from the Harry Potter games. Um, <laughs> oh <and> no, <laughs> he's distanced himself from J.K. Rowling though. Um, so you oh, know, okay. he's, he's he's not as problematic as regular Hagrid. Um, so <laughs> that's that's good. So yeah, kind of a warped, misshapen Hagrid there. So yeah, you, you, you happy with that? Uh, what an absolute circus of freaks. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Really, it's like you know, basically as many stupid inside gaming jokes as I could cram in. Really, um, so that's that, that's good. <laughs> Um, so, would you like to carry on with your line of questioning here, Matthew? Yes, absolutely, yes. So, obviously, on Matthew Castle Island, Judge Matthew Castle has proven himself. Uh, I think I am separate to the judge in this context. As you know, in a getting... different person? Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Okay. I'm quite jet-lagged from the fight. <laughs> Uh, Judge Matthew Castle. No, I am the same person, but I refer to myself in the third person. <laughs> Jeez, this is uh, convoluted. Judge Matthew Castle has proven himself most consistent in his rulings. Uh, outside of the question of taste versus money spent, are, is there any particular dangerous territory that defendants should be looking out for in your court? If you've bought like a 2D Mario games like that were made post-Nintendo DS... Uh, it's an immediate execution. Like I'm oh, not dear. having that. I just, <laughs> I just think that like we, you know, we need to be firm here that like 3D Mario is where it's at. That's that's what we believe on this island. And right, okay. If, you, if you're going to give the same review scores to 2D Mario games, we're, we're not having it, frankly. So right, um, I mean, so... I, don't, I don't want to spoil what's going to happen, but that's that's a real tough break for one of my defendants. <laughs> well, look, there's extenuating circumstances. You can cancel it out by like getting grabbing a game of very good taste. Um, yeah, this, uh, the, the, yeah, this, this court doesn't appreciate people who buy um, games that were rated like 93 on Metacritic for like 20 quid when they're actually worth 90 quid and then saying, is this a good purchase? Because we we feel that's that's bait we feel and we don't right. think that and we don't think that's good content so they they will also <laughs> they will also be executed even if the game is like fucking 10 out of 10 so um, right yeah bear that in mind any bargains on like you know gamecube classics um immediate execution um 
yeah so yeah well, with that in mind um yeah i i uh, i wish your your uh, defendants well well i don't because i want to kill them for fun um, yeah <laughs> okay well i think i think we might be okay i think we so might be okay the court would like to establish something though is this a prestige style situation where there are actually two matthew castles and there's a bloke outside who's got like um like a fake mustache on who looks exactly like you is it a, like you and you and your twin like you kind of share the duties between judge matthew castle and defend and like um a lawyer on this island is that what's going on yeah basically we got we got a prestige situation it also allows michael kane to be here which (laughs) is like an important part of this podcast so yeah i believe i mean that was that was going to be the twist at the end of the episode but you know (laughs) we've spoiled it now michael kane's here okay that might I mean, there's there's potential there. Um, okay, right, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll bear that in mind when we get to some of our next, uh, the rest of the court um, to be established. So, um, please please continue. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of Kane, obviously, I've had some very creative execution methods on Matthew Castle Island. Yeah, how will defendants be? But I, I like. <laughs> I was going to say, how will defendants be put to death if found guilty? <laughs> Assuming that they will be put to death. Yep. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you. Good. <laughs> the, so. I made this too complicated. It's like I've written like three paragraphs here on what I'll do. Oh and it, shit! <laughs> and like, no joke is is good when you have to explain it that much. So I'll, I'll be brief. Um, so, um, the guilty will be sliced into pieces by Raiden from Metal Gear uh, Rising: Revengeance. Um, much <laughs> nice. like in that game, he'll extract this blue thing from inside each of the listeners that represents their like uh, conscious self um, in the form of a physical item. And then their conscious cells will be uploaded by Otacon into the digital afterlife. And it's uh, that that is the world's one remaining PlayStation home server. There, guilty listeners will be doomed to wander around a single boring empty digital apartment until the end of time. Or until the one original model PS3 on Sammy Roberts Peninsula breaks down, whichever happens first. And because Michael Caine is here, I'd like to get him involved. Um, he will have to take the blue thing and like plug it into the computer for Otacon's to do work, <laughs> and so he'll just be a bit sad about that. So, oh, no. <laughs> so they'll be sliced into little pieces like a, like a melon, basically, um, and then yeah, um, the remains will be fed to like um, sort of hyenas outside. Uh, so yeah, and their soul uploaded to the worst <laughs> digital place you can possibly exist. Yeah, but you know, PlayStation uh, Home. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like digital purgatory, basically. You know what? Mark Zuckerberg really loves it. I will say that. Like, he's sort of big into it. So, uh, you know, oh. hey. <laughs> what an endorsement. <laughs> that is uh, a truly cursed death. I think we can work with that. I mean, work against it. I obviously don't want that to happen. Work with that. Work with that. <laughs> oh. I don't want any of my clients to suffer that fate. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, quite complicated there. Um, involves multiple Metal Gear characters. Um, but, yeah, I think that, like, the other... Uh, Uploaded into the digital digital um, purgatory, I just thought was a terrific punishment. So uh, I, I love how your thing is full of specificity about what's going to happen, but it also has he's going to pull this blue thing from you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's what he does like, in the game, oh, isn't good. it? That's what he does in the game, and then he sort of like slaps it into himself and gets a power boost. I don't really know what the fuck's going on in that game. It was it was quite <laughs> average. I'm actually like really a side note. We start prepping for like um, best games of 2013 to do in July, and there's a big question mark over whether Revengeance is getting anywhere near that list um, because I don't really like it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we can uh, litigate that on a future date. So okay, um, Matthew, I believe you have prepped an opening statement. So um, I have. if you please, <clears throat> uh, first of all, 
Uh, I'd like to apologise to everyone in the courtroom if I look a little worse for wear. I've travelled here from our annual musical festival on uh, Castle Island. Uh, the headline act this year, same as every other year, Pulp. <laughs> Let that bed in. I would like to wish a good morning to the men, women and badly rendered Chewbacca's of the jury. I'd like to say it, but I don't understand the whole morning concept as time is banned on Castle Island. <laughs> is morning the one that happens before or after we get our ration of nutrient paste? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. Oh, it's really good. I've enjoyed it. Also, I'm not entirely sure why we even have a jury, given that Samuel Roberts Peninsula, the world-renowned Katamari hellscape, is in the grip of the same breed of tyrant as Castle Island. It is Judge Roberts who decides your fate this day. A man so twisted, he enrolled you as citizens of his country, only to literally enrol you into a giant hall. <laughs> Little did we know that when he stood on his border, beckoning us to emigrate with the words, roll up, roll up, he meant them so literally. Is that the whole speech? No, nope, there's more to come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, carry on. My clients stand in this courtroom, accused of wasting their personal funds to frivolously revisit the hits of yesteryear. Arguably, it is nostalgia that is on trial today, and who are we to judge such an intangible concept? Can you even execute nostalgia? Does it have a body to pulp, or lungs to explode as a miserable Michael Caine watches helplessly outside the tank? These are just a hint of the moral quandaries that face us today. I only wish we were in more reasonable hands to face these questions. Judge Roberts' legal credentials? All he knows about the law he learned from watching films. Legal classics, such as 12 Angry, Badly Rendered Chewbacca's. <laughs> and John Grisham's seminal legal thriller, A Time to Kill, or as it's known on Castle Island, A uh, To Kill. <laughs> The fates of my client rely not on the logic of my arguments, but on whether this man is in a bad mood because the Thai hut was already sold out by the time he got there. A man who purports to champion democracy only to scream in the face of the voters when they choose Jurassic Park Trespasser <laughs> over some boring strategy games no one cares about. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I will not have Alpha Centauri. I mean, uh, mate, mate, you're getting uploaded to PlayStation Home if you're not careful. <laughs> uh, a man who thinks the Eternals is better than Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> so do you. That's one for the Patriots. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> yes, truly, he is scraping the bottom of the barrel. And on Samuel Roberts' Peninsula, <laughs> that barrel is full of Johnny Sasaki shit. <laughs> If I don't win in this sham of a court, I deserve to die. And that's the promise I make to my clients. No win, no fee, no more life for me. I rest my case. <laughs> that's good. But like Lilo Hutt's like, you can put different commas in there to change the meaning of the, uh, the phrase. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay. Uh, that was really good. Uh, you did a fine job there. Um, you didn't like lean as much into personal insults as, as I did when I did yours, because as I told you in um, Discord earlier this week, Matthew, I am a bastard and you're not. Um, <laughs> so, yep. Um, good, good, good. Um, okay, cool. So, yep, let's get some boys uploaded into PlayStation Home, shall we? Um, yeah. After being cut into tiny pieces. I think it's going to be exciting. So, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm thrilled, frankly, because I don't know what's coming. So, you know, it's, it's all a surprise to me. But, um, yeah, let's uh, let's see what you got. Let's do it. 
So we begin with Exhibit A. Uh, Your Honour, do you like to be addressed, Your Honour? Yeah, but with a U, not with uh, just the no, um, okay. the American spelling. So, Thank um, you. Bear Thank that you for mind. clarifying. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Pizza Hotline. A lot of these are from Discord, so they've got like weird names. They're not human names. Right. <laughs> Hello, Ooh. chaps, and Michael Caine. This may be a first in eBay Games Court, but I believe I'm guilty of a BUI, which is buying under the influence. After a big night at an arcade bar in London called Four Quarters East playing Virtua Tennis, I bought a copy of it on the Dreamcast for £8 off the Sex Sex CEX website. <laughs> sex website. <laughs> Very different vibes. <laughs> Uh, however, the following Tuesday, uh, however, the following Tuesday, to my surprise, I received two copies of it. After checking my emails, it turns out I got so destroyed, I ordered this game twice in one night with no memory of doing so. Please have mercy on me, for I was not myself. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, interesting, because I feel like the Matthew Castle Island set a good precedent on this, which is um, if you buy the same game twice uh you're well in that case it was more on like multiple formats but here it's the same format i don't think we can tolerate that in this courtroom i will say that i have also bought games under the influence as well like that's where say like a a grandia one and two um collection (laughs) on switch might sneak into my library um and i only realize it when i look at my phone and have like a paypal notification the next morning um so you know (laughs) that's what a crazy bender looks like for me these days where you roll over in bed and bump your head against the steel battalion controller (laughs) (laughs) you're like whoa what did i do (laughs) oh dear um yeah so uh i I will say critically beloved game virtual tennis yeah you know i love metacritic yeah i love i love virtual tennis like it's you know it's it's uh, you know, like these, a lot of these Dreamcast games are like the best versions of some of these series that came out, or like the most beloved versions at least. And uh, yeah, I was always a big Virtua Tennis fan. Like, nice, simple, dynamic. I'm more into that than the old Mario Tennis, to be honest. Um, mm. So, uh, you know, Matthew, Matthew Castle may disagree on that. But um, yeah, a, a Sega classic. Um, if you just bought OG Virtua Tennis and just by itself, I'd have been fine. But you bought the same game twice and like yeah. it, without offering a reason. Of like of like what you would do with the second copy, which I think I need to know in order to like you know judge what like if you're just going to keep it and it's just going to be sat on your shelf, like I'm not having that. But if you're going to tell me that like oh yeah, I, I like I sent it to like another back page listener who fucking who just just bought a dream their first Dreamcast, I'd be like, well, I can forgive that on grounds of like empathy. Do you know what I mean? But like no i've got he's he's uh, take him outside to ryden that's what i say um, oh, i love that you just said in the previous sentence you're talking about empathy and on grounds <laughs> of empathy straight into i'm just let's go and hand him to the sword bastard outside <laughs> yeah we need to get this lad uploaded into playstation home stat that's uh, <laughs> okay. yeah so yeah okay so that's Good. one guilty i'm afraid one um, dead so far well yeah. i can well, i can say i can live with it I, we'll see if, um. if, if this if this island had voters, they have to see that I'm a man of action. It doesn't have voters because it's an autocracy. But, All um, right, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exhibit B is from Tom Newcomb. He says, back in 2014, I ordered a copy of Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball for the original Xbox for 46 pence. <laughs> I bought it with Dead or Alive 3 and the combined cost with postage was £4.52 
When it arrived, I realised I couldn't play it on my Xbox 360 as it was not made available with backwards compatibility. In the most recent update to backwards compatibility for Xbox One, they added Dead or Alive 3, but they have yet to give the horny volleyball uh, spin-off the same love, and they have announced they aren't making any more games backwards compatible for the time being. I have had this game taking up space for a decade and haven't been able to play it yet. Its trade-in value is low. If anyone looks at my Xbox games, they think I am a pervert. I would say the whole, like, you can't play it on modern format thing, that's on Microsoft, not you. Um, I would say that's on them. And, like, you know, I'm very aware that, I mean, I'm working video games PR now, and the optics of making, like, Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball backwards compatible are great. So I I totally get it. (laughs) It's like, you know... um, it's like making one like a Senran Kagura, like putting that on like if that imagine that was like a PS Plus game for the month or something. I, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but you could do like, it as a big like sex positivity drive. Uh, I mean that is like I mean <laughs> how how positive are we talking? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would just like for for you know just just to show what what the consensus was around this game at the time. Um, Eurogamer gave it a three out of ten, mm-hmm. but the renowned Horn Dogs Edge gave it an eight out of ten. <laughs> eight out of ten. That's Edge gave that an eight. <laughs> Edge gave Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball, uh, Extreme Beach Volleyball, an eight out of ten. And they wrote, I quote, by departing from established video game norms and offering an experience that is unfettered by restrictive goals and objectives, Tecmo has succeeded in evoking a supremely relaxing vacation atmosphere and producing a quite unique and singularly satisfying game okay well also homada 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 i was gonna say did like um did did a production editor have to like remove like 17 instances of the word bouncing boobs do you know what i mean like (laughs) um... if only we could talk to the babes It took me a second to twig there. Uh, that's really good. <laughs> we could talk to the babes. <laughs> that's so good, Matthew. I love that Edge really went to bat for this game. That is such a that is such a like yeah. a, this period Edge kind of move. Yeah, uh, to be honest, so I can sort of see what they mean. Like it, it did have a very different vibe. It was just like a series of mini games stretched over like a two or three week holiday or something. Like. Mm. Uh, I think this may, you know, this goes against everything this this podcast stands for. I think that's an interesting purchase. Like, that's an interesting artifact, that game. From a time where, like, I feel like Dead or Alive had quite a lot of cred at the time. Um, you know, I was I played uh, Dead or I actually got Dead or Alive 3 on my um, my Xbox when it went backwards compatible a few months ago. And it does look very nice and uh, still still fun to play. Yeah, I think like, like I'm going to allow this. It's a good, it's a good curio, and I don't think like you'll be showing many people your Xbox collection and then be judging you. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like oh my girlfriend came over and she saw my Xbox collection. Like I mean, anecdotes of that nature are dubious at best. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm uh, not guilty, Matthew. Oh, amazing, fantastic stuff. Mm. Edge will approve. Forty six p isn't bad for a bit of smart, is it? <laughs> That was the last line of the Edge review. <laughs> uh, exhibit C. Babes. Oh. <laughs> oh, so good. Exhibit oh. C is from Jamie uh, on Discord. They're all on Discord. I shouldn't keep saying that. My sub- oh, this one's this one's going to be tough. This one's going to be pretty hard, given something you said earlier. Okay. Uh, my submission to the court is that me and my brother bought two copies of New Super Mario Brothers Two for the 3DS. <laughs> 
after buying one copy and being disappointed, <laughs> I became obsessed with the idea that it would be fun in multiplayer. Unlike the Wii version, to play multiplayer you need two copies, so I convinced my brother, who had just won a £25 Amazon voucher for 100% attendance at school, to go halves on a second copy. Oh, <laughs> this, is really, this is really sad, this. <laughs> Again, I love the specificity of it, it's great. Needless to say, it was a horrendous disappointment, and for a combined 80 quid, this was a lot of money for two 14-year-olds. We now only have one copy after using one as a frisbee, which we dubbed the Golden Frisbee on account of its price, which obviously ended up in the neighbour's garden. When we went round to collect the Golden Frisbee, the neighbour lied, saying it wasn't there, and kept the game for himself, but frankly, it wasn't worth arguing over. Please don't kill my brother, it was my idea. Open season on the neighbour, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've got three people potentially on trial here. Um, So... I think that like I think Jamie has to die because I yep. think that like I think it's I think it is sad that like I mean no no <laughs> I mean like you have established on previous episodes that you don't like this game Matthew um and I'm I'm just not really I'm not really doing it with the old um 2D Mario games that's I think as a civilization it's time to move on you know what I mean um so yep that that I'll bear in mind the brother is spared I would say um because I feel he wasn't innocent in this uh, the neighbour. Um, well, the neighbour didn't spend anything to get this. If anything, I think the neighbour is, like, the best person in this anecdote because they got a free game. Um, and, and, uh, best person. Yeah, and, and, and you were dumb enough to use a, a, a 3DS game as a Frisbee, which is stupid on so many levels. Would a box um, even... Does a box have a Frisbee? <laughs> like... Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I feel like maybe it does aerodynamically because they're quite thin, aren't they? Um, but I mean, you know, yeah. so, certainly not as much as a real Frisbee, which, by the way, why don't you just get one of those? Do you know what I mean? They're you like could have bought, like 40 Frisbees for that Amazon voucher. Yeah, it's the, the, the perfect attendance thing is like, it adds like a little heartbreaking kind of like sort of Ken Loach element to the whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's tough. Um, let's think. Yeah, okay, so... The 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 neighbour is going to be knighted on uh, Sammy Roberts Peninsula <laughs> because they spent nothing and got a 3DS game and had a great alibi, which is like, how implausible is it that someone comes to your door and says, "Oh, excuse me, sir, <laughs> we were using a copy of a video game as a frisbee and lost it in your garden." You'd be like, "Well, that's so ridiculous; it, it can't possibly be real." So, uh, which is a great bit of like you know deflection to those kids yeah. and um yeah so yeah the neighbor um is the best person in the anecdote um, the, bro- <laughs> the brother is spared uh, jamie is uploaded into playstation home oh i want all anecdotes rated now on who the best person in any <laughs> best, particular anecdote is best person you can tell i'm slightly hungover can't you best <laughs> at the end of the anecdote that's how you finish every anecdote you're like and the best person was my uncle who tripped over that rake <laughs> Well, that's, that's too dead. I should have said MVP, shouldn't I? Um, <laughs> He's the MVP of the anecdote. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that that um, that's a very tedious Mario game, and also I should also say at this point, like this is meant to sort of be pre-owned games. Like mm. I, I used to have a, I had a bit of a general rule. Like, I think too many people are putting in just new games. You're just buying games for new for money. Let's try and stick to the eBay and uh, sex shop if possible. Yeah, I think so because I think like the money, ter- the monetary price is like is part of what we're judging on. So it, 
if it's the RRP, that's no good, really. We want the kind of like... <laughs> Want the... I mean, that's, you know, that's us judging Sony or Microsoft <laughs> in that point. You know, that's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like the, the element I like about GameScore is the Wild West, like, um, CX pretend stock market nature of, like, um, you know, the game prices. That's the that's like the fun bit, you know, that's yeah. <laughs> one day I've got to go back on trial for um, spending uh, 90 quid on uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, you can you can imagine how that's going to go. But uh, yeah, it'd be bad. Is. Don't so get next... too attached to your leader, Samuel Roberts Peninsula, that's what I'd say. <laughs> okay, next exhibit, Matthew. I mean, they're physically attached to you because you all got merged into that ball. So. <laughs> hey, no, we're, we've moved on from that now. Oh, sorry, I forgot, yeah. Yeah, um, we're just we're just settling on this land formerly known as Indonesia. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're just uh, having some problems with the UN, but that's not for this Weird courtroom. vibes. <laughs> <laughs> exhibit D uh, is from Campbell or Camp underscore Bell. I assume it's Campbell. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, let's not get lost in the weeds of the name. Uh, You see, this is a classic GamesCourt entry. Mm -hmm. I bought Auto Modelisa on PS2 for £18 from CEX. In my defence, it's pretty unique as racing games go, and like most of these things, it will never be reissued due to licensing. Then they say, I'll get my snorkel, which is probably a reference to drowning <laughs> in a prestige box. Won't save um, you in this, this courtroom, I'm afraid. But that's like, that's that's several games courts ago, so um, no risk of that. Yeah, so Auto Model Easter, the Capcom cell shaded racing game. I think this is absolutely fine um, because, yes, the game was not well reviewed at the time, but it did look amazing. Like, the, the cell shading made this a really like coveted game for me reading games magazines in the in the noughties like it looks so beautiful in screenshots that i i think it's worth owning just for the aesthetics of it alone um so yeah i think not guilty um auto Auto metal easter yep you're right they will never re-release this because it had real cars in it i mean why did they do that what's the point it's sell shaders so who cares it's not like you can impress people with the realism you must (laughs) as well make some must as well make some cars up do you know what i mean um but hey that's children's scrawled doodle of a ferrari <laughs> but that's on capcom not the defendant so what we're going to do is um we're going to take the snorkel um we're going to we're going to uh, sort of extradite the director of auto model easter um and they're going to be drowned by michael kane um and that's that's <laughs> oh, going to no. be... <laughs> yeah. but that doesn't affect you, the, the verdict on you which is you are not you are not guilty sir so we have two not guilty two guilty yeah. so far yeah, you're doing all right. I, yeah. I, I, a side note: I watched a little video of Auto Modelista because uh, I haven't played it myself, and it's got like a big shouty kind of commentator over the top, kind of Capcom style, I guess. Yeah, saying like "nice corner, nice drift, all that kind of stuff." But it like really scolds you if you're doing if you're paying poorly. And in this footage, the person wasn't doing very well, and it was constantly repeating, "Why are you so bad?" <laughs> Which I was quite taken with. Why are you so bad? Why are you so bad? And it's like, how disappointing could a racing game be on PS2 in the noughties when it looks this good? I could never quite put that together in my head. Like, is handling that bad? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's. But uh... by that same logic, I got really pumped for that 13, and that was purest ass. <laughs> that game's got like quite a good reputation, and I remember it being quite rough. Um, yeah. It does. It did look nice, but yeah, it was bumpy, games. Bumpy games road. that look amazing in magazines, but the second they start to move, you're like, Hoo! yeah, yeah. Uh, but enough about Akami. That's a joke. Uh, a little. Joke <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, okay. Good. So as the as the um, the merchant uh, just said, what are you buying? I.e. next exhibit, please. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, this is where I find out the person who made Auto Model Easter was actually like Shuta Kumi. <laughs> 
<laughs> we killed him. So that's how it always is with those games, isn't it? It's like... Anyway. Exhibit E. This is from Serrano. Here's a knotty legal problem. This is for dead or alive, and I'd just welcome a bit of clarification from the judge. In lockdown, I got re-obsessed with the 3DS and bought a new 3DS... Oh, wait, it's not about dead or alive. <laughs> He's oh, saying so dead or alive. One. He wants oh. some clarification. <laughs> I was going to say, like, how many of these people were horny in lockdown and bought fucking dead or alive games? Do you know Sorry, what I mean? that's like... very confusing. You cannot write the words dead or alive in a video game related message and not expect me to think of the video game first. Dead or alive, I'd welcome some class- clarification from the judge. In lockdown, I got re-obsessed with the 3DS and bought a new 3DS XL from eBay for £110. But that so this this is what's this is what's on trial is the is the 3ds XL for 110 pounds. I think it is anyway. Let's follow it through. But that <laughs> wasn't just to play. It was so I could transfer my account to the new 3ds and jailbreak the new 2ds I already had, so I could play translated Japanese ROMs on it without risking my access to the games I'd already bought. Eventually, on my jailbroken 2ds. I played Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 3. I've had a real fondness for the series since I was a kid, playing the game with my best friend, uh, but this one was never translated or released in the West. Uh, Today I picked up my 2DS again to play Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 3 Professional. It's the same game with extra bits, and that's all that I've played on it. Help me, Judge. I have no idea if this was a good purchase or if I'm even having a good time. So I just want to unpick this. The thing that's on trial is the 3DS XL he bought, but he then tells us an anecdote about something else that he was doing. <laughs> uh, so I feel like there's two elements to this. Like I'm judging both the purchase and what happened to that other 3DS. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's technically not an eBay question, but yeah, like, yeah, a 3DS XL for £110 and whether jailbreaking a 2DS to only play the same game on it twice was a waste of time, I guess. I mean, there's one other thing I want to unpick here as well, which is, why is the subtitle to Dragon Quest Monsters 3 uh, professional? Like, what the fuck? It's not, it's not like buying you, like, Microsoft Word or something, is it? Well, yeah. I, think this was, I think this was the updated version of Joker 3. Yeah, much so like it's the like, uh, final mix. Instead of, like, limited edition. I mean, this is Square Enix, who've got quite good form on, like, ludicrous, you know, look at all those Kingdom Hearts remake subtitles. They're like a nightmare. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so I played the original Dragon Quest Monsters on DS. It was actually one of the most graphically impressive games on DS. Do you remember yeah. it, Matthew? So yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, it's like a proper full... Yeah, like a full 3D RPG. Mm. Um, quite boring. Um, I thought it was a very boring kind of Pokemon riff. Yeah. Um, just like wandering around this quite quite bare looking island and once you got over the looks it was a bit like eh. i was it was i was not taken with it enough to even keep it in my collection it's, it's gone long gone that one um along with um viva pinata on ds which i wasn't massively into either i think i'm gonna say not guilty because the act of like wanting to play these rpgs that were never translated is you know fine by me this is not like japanese court this is like samuel roberts uh, peninsula court so I make the laws. Um, we don't, uh, you know, we don't con- condone piracy. But in the name of like learning more about computer games, uh, we'll let it go this this time. Um, <laughs> oh, that's decent um, of you. Yeah, I think um, also a 3DS for 110 quid. I think is a good price because, um, like all games consoles in the pandemic, they, all the, the prices just went fucking massively up uh, just because people were suddenly buying loads of them. 
um and i don't think i don't think you can even get a, like a a, a, a 3ds like under 150 quid these days like a good like a in good nick you can't buy them brand new at all now of course so yeah i think that's a good purchase um oh. so yeah we're, we're all good um okay enjoy enjoy, enjoy your freedom brilliant off, mm. off you go serrano and the crowd goes wild which is good yeah, I was tempted um, to put, pop him in PlayStation Home for just a year and see how he gets on, but like, uh, we'll leave that for another time. Um, I don't think that Ken Kikaragi is going to be like too impressed that this court is on board with like piracy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose not, but he's too busy making like another console um, that, that has like four different types of chip in it and is therefore impossible <laughs> to port Assassin's Creed to. So uh, that's yeah, on him. Yeah, it's, a, it's a new PlayStation, but it's only backwards compatible with Sega Saturn. It's just <laughs> it's completely fucking balmy, and it and, costs 800 quid. And PS3 games, of course. Um, and it, <laughs> yeah. it, come, it comes bundled with Eye of Judgment, the card game with the, the <laughs> iToy. So uh, yeah, um, that's good. Also, um, uh, PS1 Hagrid, is, um, his face has just sort of like collapsed. He's sort of like rendering in and out of space at the moment it's it's rough um and so yeah and like um the rest of the um the rest of the possessions from the original samuel roberts island um samuel roberts peninsula have, have shipped and so uh johnny sasaki's shit barrel has just been uh has just docked I've been told, so, um, oh no yeah it's, it's not, not in the courtroom yet though it's still no, outside it's but it's on its way not sure yeah not sure what about johnny himself but the the barrel is, is here um yeah, we know it's, it is going to appear in the room at some point <laughs> it's rough in there man it's it's tough. Like, yeah, it's it's been a while. Okay, continue. Uh, now, what are you buying next up? <laughs> this one, this one's this one's a bit odd, but it's related to the last one. I think this is just someone looking for permission to hack a PSP. <laughs> uh, exhibit F from Snot Rocket. That's uh, <laughs> a film it with hope when you hear that name in a. It court. makes it. So- this makes it sound like fucking all of the people in our Discord are in between us characters. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Your Honour, I'm generally a law-abiding citizen. However, I feel compelled to jailbreak my PSP to play Hilton Garden Inn Ultimate Team Play. May I plead for leniency on the grounds of insanity? So they're owning... This person actually hasn't done anything. We haven't I purchased anything. I think they're just looking for permission to hack their PSP to play a very obscure Hilton Hotels licensed game. I, I don't... doesn't sound interesting enough to, like, break the law for, if you ask me. Um... So if you're asking for my permission, you won't get it. Um, will I kill you over it? Well, I haven't got enough to kind of judge you on, really. So I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have you cut up and killed anyway. Um, Fantastic. But you, you only have to spend five years in PlayStation Home. At which point, uh, your digital self can be uploaded to another um, bullshit metaverse um, of your choosing. Um, so yeah, okay. So it's, it's kind of like. It's sort of like guilty, but not a life sentence. It is a life sentence, but like you, you will exist forever. Still, you have um, no body to return to. It's been chopped up by Raiden. That's true. Yeah, we'll, have, we'll we'll sort that out. We'll get you. We'll upload you into PS One Hagrid, and you can um, take over his, <laughs> uh, his 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 body. That's, uh... That is a, that is an even worse fate. I would argue. <laughs> Imagine being Pierce One Hagrid's body and you're like trying to explain to your family that it's actually you. <laughs> Mom, it's me. Ask me something only Snot Rocket would know. <laughs> oh, um, by the way, uh, Nuclear Gandhi has just left the courtroom to go and declare war on Wales. So, uh, oh, yeah, God. That's rough. Does he do um, this on behalf of your country? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's dicey, you know. Is He's he the not... head of your military? 
he's sort of like a, a man with no nation at the moment. Um, it's sort of like you know, it's he's just very controversial compared to <laughs> compared to regular Gandhi. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, Wales. So future note. We really want pre things you have bought pre-owned. Is <laughs> the concept of pre-owned games court? Some might say it's the it's the jo- it's the uh, job of the uh, lawyer to actually curate that and make sure these are all games court <laughs> entries instead of finding out midway through the recording. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you know, I made a rod for my own back there. Um, <laughs> It's like, yeah, um, having, um, yeah, criticizing what people have sent in when you chose to read it out on the podcast. That's like, yeah, I know. that's amazing. I should, have just picked, I should have picked the ones that I knew you'd be into. It's, uh, it's it. all good. It's all good. Exhibit G is from Ninchilla. They they open with this. Perfect Dark Zero was not a good game, but it was released early in the 360s life. It was a launch game, I believe. And there was a bit of studio pedigree at work when I first bought it. I finished it, mostly hating it by the end, not making a good case so far, and then traded it in. Several months later, I was having a conversation with a friend about terrible level design, something I consider Perfect Dark Zero a prime example of. Areas are regularly so confusing, the game actually includes an option to turn on a glowing line on the floor that tells you exactly where to go. I didn't feel like I was able to adequately convey how bad I thought this was. So, right there and then, I walked my friend 20 minutes to the nearest game shop, bought the game again second-hand, then returned to my house, just to demonstrate it to him. I don't remember how much it cost. Great. (laughs) But if that's any defence at all... I still do have the game on my shelf as a sort of totem to terrible level design. I place myself at the mercy of the court and await your judgment. This obviously, this must have happened a long time ago, right? Because, I mean, anyone who's buying Perfect Dark Zero by itself now, what are you playing at? Because you can just get the rare replay collection that includes that and um, many other games, most of which are are pretty good. Um, uh, One of which is Jet Force Gemini, of course, which I'm not a fan (laughs) of. Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, no monetary value. That's annoying as well because I need to know how much you lost doing it. Do you know what? I'm just going to kill them. Um, oh, they're, they're, okay. they're dead. Um, just because <laughs> I feel like there was barely an effort made to justify it. It's like I have to buy this game to illustrate what bad level design is. I'm not buying it. You got YouTube there. Do you know what I mean? Just go find the level on there. <laughs> like um, this, what this would have been at least 2006. YouTube was available. Uh, um, you could have found a Let's Play to illustrate this. Like. I think this is a flex to show how much credit you had on your fucking CEX card. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> to a mate. So yeah, we're not. Having it was it. actually a game station. He, I, I cut that out for for the sake of brevity. <laughs> well, this must have been a long time ago then, because uh, game station was gone by the late um, the noughties, wasn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, people are submitting fucking like his, like historical war crimes basically for game score, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, I need I need more specifics. Um, but yeah, to send an example, I'm um, I put them to death. Yeah. Okay. Next up is from Nathan Brady East Eastham Eastham Eastham. Yeah. Uh, exhibit H. I spent thirty seven pounds on Time Hollow for the Nintendo DS. No box or instructions included. Drown me, pulp me, shoot me out of a cannon into whatever approximation of the sun exists on Castle Island. I don't care anymore. I just want to feel something. This is a subgenre of entries where they're like basically freaks who are out to be punished by me pretending to be a judge. Yeah, big step uh, on step step on me, daddy. Energy. It's it. big, yeah. big fat, which <laughs> yeah. I'm not into. Yes, yeah, it, it makes me feel disgusting. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not Lady Demetresque. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so that's the whole entry, right? Yeah, that's the whole entry. So £37, which is probably more... Yeah, I mean, this game would have been £30 at launch. 
Yeah, okay. So Time Hollow is like a it's by the Shadow Memories um director, right? Like it's sort yeah, of like that's a right. t- time travel yeah, like puzzle a, game. Yeah, kind of a graphic adventure. Some say visual novel, but I think there's a bit more going on. Kind of in the sort of Phoenix Wright wheelhouse time travel adventure on the DS. I yeah, liked it to the tune of seventy percent. Yeah, it got kind of like middling reviews, I think, didn't it? Um Yeah. I think this is an interesting purchase. And like one that I imagine was motivated by listening to this podcast where Matthew um, did go to bat for it on a previous episode. I too have looked at the looked at this one and the prices are like ridiculous for it. You're definitely paying upwards of that if you want a box copy. So I don't mind that you just got it by itself. A lot of my DS games are just by themselves in um, kept in my little horry cases, those little books, they're really nice. Um so yeah, I'm uh, not not guilty. I think that's um that's a good purchase. That's a good good interesting deep dive. That's what this court's looking for. Not fucking I bought this uh, like bad Xbox FPS and then bought it again. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> we want to see a bit of like taste here. That's that's what this court is looking for. Well, I'm glad that's now four four. You know, I'd say th- things aren't looking good or bad for me. Um, they're just yeah. It's like, uh, is there, like, do you get killed if you fail? Like, what's the? Well, I did promise. I did promise to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. In to my live opening up to. speech. Oh yeah, yeah. That is a lot to live. I up mean, to, maybe actually. that was just maybe that was showboating. <laughs> I mean, speaking of showboating, I did just say, um, like, this court is the arbiter of good taste, and then remembered that I let the dead or alive extreme volleyball guy live. So, like, that is de- <laughs> demonstrably not true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you and Edge. <laughs> It's basically just, why don't you just get Tony Mott round to play some multiplayer? <laughs> hey, look, I, we, we, Tony probably didn't give that 8 out of 10. Like that. Don't, don't besmirch his good name with that. Um, but yeah, uh, carry They did on. put it on the cover because it, it was the crotch yeah, from the, the beach shot, wasn't it, on the girls' issue? The girls' issue. Do you think they felt pressure to give it an 8 based on that? They were like, look, this may have looked like editorially dubious, but we stand by this game. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Just the panda in a bikini on the cover. <laughs> That's probably some bullshit in that game, I imagine. Um, Isn't that from Tekken, the panda? They've all got a, some kind of bear, haven't they? Well, I mean, what kind of bear are we talking about here? <laughs> it's just like it's just men and women in Dead or Alive, isn't it? I don't think there's like an animal. Oh, that's not. A... Okay, like, yeah, that actually like does a... sound more Tekken. It's isn't it Kuma, isn't that the bear in that? Anyway, there's a there's a bear, there's a panda called Panda, and then yeah, a bear, and then a robot man, uh, Yoshimitsu. Yeah. Well, that's me schooled. Exhibit I for ah, I just went crazy on my document. Ah, piss! Right, strike that from the court record. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit I, uh, Jimmy S. Bowers says I wanted to play through the Metal Gear Solid and Killzone games chronologically, and already owned a PS4 and PS5. I know that puts me at the risk of death, as Judge Castle once said. Can you imagine being a Killzone person? And I stand by that. But I still represent you because I'm good like that. Also, Matthew did pick Killzone Liberation in the PSP PS Vita draft, so let's not <laughs> let's not forget that. I love that you remember these things because it just proves to me that these things sort of niggle away at you. <laughs> well, it's just because like um, it allows me to use them as ammunition later on, where you make a decision oh. that you hate just to try and beat me in a poll. Because that's like, the, the, the really the core of all good friendships is collecting ammunition to use against the other person <laughs> down the line. I told you I'm the bastard and you're the good. Guy. Oh, yeah. I'm not. You're the best person in every anecdote, Matthew. <laughs> that's what I like to hear. That being said, I'll continue. I had most of the Metal Gear Solid games digitally on my Vita, but it broke during the pandemic, so I went out and spent 145 pounds on a second-hand PS3 and PS2, as well as a bunch of the games 
uh, that I didn't have, uh, and I did that from a combination of CEX and cash converters. I played through all of Snake Eater before I realised that all of the mainline MGS and Killzone games are available on PS Now, and I could have played them all on the consoles I already owned. And then he also says, I'll be able to play these physical games when those services that prop up the digital versions are dead and gone. So uh, please judge me accordingly. Bit of a tangled one. £145. For, we're basically saying a Two PS3 consoles. and a PS2 and the Metal Gears and Kill Zones for those consoles. Oh, that's like, that seems good to me as a price. Um, so obviously this court, uh, you know, likes Metal Gear. We have Metal Gear characters on this peninsula um, performing executions for amusement. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, you, you are giving up nicer looking versions of the games to play the originals which are a little bit rougher but you know there's no harm in a bit of ps2 nostalgia we, we all love the ps2 here killzone i'm more leaning on killzone than matthew i think killzone 2 and 3 are legit good shooters um they were like they were like the the fiction was never fun with like brian cox being like you know space nazi or whatever that was you know i wasn't really into that but the actual like um, how nice they looked on PS3 at the time, how the guns felt, how it had like this quite nice first-person sort of cover system. Um, I dug all that. Of all the brown games released on PS3, I think the Killzones were actually up there, and there were a fucking lot of brown games on that uh, console. Uh, side note, Killzone versus Resistance, which series comes out on top? <laughs> uh, I'm personally more into Resistance myself. Um, okay. I think it's just because there's a bit more variety over the course of the series. Like, a Resistance riffs more on Half-Life than... Killzone does, um, particularly one and three, and then two's got all the fun set pieces with the big monsters. Um, mm. Yeah, you know they were they were these were uh, solid brown games. <laughs> Sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Um, yeah, uh, so <laughs> solid brown, <laughs> solid brown. We got a barrel of that on its way to the courtroom. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, yeah, uh, not guilty. Um, I like Whoa. Jimmy. Jimmy's a good guy. Um, I don't uh, think it's true anyway that all those are on. PS now, no, Mac not nat- not natively. Doesn't exist anywhere, right? Apart from PS3. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it's it, even yeah, even so, like they would be the PS3 version, and it wouldn't be natively supported. So you'd be streaming it, not actually playing it. So yeah, I don't know. It's 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 yeah. I I don't think it's the same thing. Um, so buying the physical games, yeah, much better idea. So not not guilty, Matthew. Nice. I can't rule out that Jimmy will later be taken to Matthew Castle Island and Polt because um, Matthew hates the Killzone games that much. Oh that's, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's his the business. Second, he's going to get bundled into a van as he leaves the courtroom. <laughs> bundled into a barrel. <laughs> oh, the worst barrel. Uh, Exhibit J is from John Cheatham. Um, he says, bought for 17... What does an S followed by a dollar mean? Uh... Bought for 17 of my local currency... <laughs> on Very Carousel, good. which is like a mini eBay in Southeast Asia, plus uh, £1.50 in my local currency postage, uh, I got a PS3 box copy of Demon Souls. Considering I've loved every modern From game from Dark Souls to Bloodborne to Elden Ring, it might seem like a no-brainer. The thing I fear will make the difference between John the Ordinary Man and John the Tannin-rich vintage accompaniment to a red meat and seafood meal... <laughs> It's Very the good. fact that I don't actually own a PS3. I will endeavour to get one secondhand at a future point if Judge Castle, if Judge Roberts, will forego a pulping just this once. 
So this is the classic, bought it, can't play it. Right, okay, the original Demon's Souls. Um, there is an updated version of Demon's Souls. Like, it feels like a, a pointless flex to have this original by itself. Yeah. Um, you can't play it, the servers are offline. Like, it is an interesting sort of artifact if you have a PS3. But because you don't, um, yeah, I'm afraid it's going to be have, it'll have to put you in bits, then put you in PlayStation Home, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. sorry about that, John. You seem like a good guy, but, you know, that's, it can't be fucking about on Sammy Roberts Peninsula. <laughs> brutal. Yeah. Absolutely well, brutal. Matthew Castle, Judge Castle would do the same, I think. Yeah, probably. I'd probably do it for, like, anything from, just to put the From fanboys in their place. <laughs> But, you know, I'm childish like that. Exhibit K from I'm Going for a Twix. (laughs) Uh, I bought my PS4 ahead... Oh, this is a good one. I bought my PS4 ahead of the release of Bloodborne, but my ulterior motive was to play the Final Fantasy XV demo, having waited the better part of a decade since the reveal of Versus 13, and I had obsessively analysed every pixel of every pre-rendered trailer. I ordered the physical collector's edition of Final Fantasy Type-0 HD, which would give me access to the 15 demo, as well as a relatively mediocre port of a PSP game. The collector's edition cost me 90 quid. On release day, I was notified that delivery would be delayed by one day. Although I could have made peace with waiting a meagre 24 hours to try the demo, I decided to pursue instant gratification and purchase the digital copy of PSN for 40 quid. I only ever played the demo once and then slogged through Type 0, paying around 130 quid in total for the privilege. (laughs) To make matters worse, the exact same problem arose 18 months later with the release of 15 itself. I ordered the collector's edition, probably around £90, and was notified of a two-day delay. So I also bought the digital edition. Although I don't have the exact figures, I'd estimate I've spent upwards of 250 quid of Type 0 and Final Fantasy 15. After taking a hard long look at myself, I didn't buy another game for 18 months until God of War released. I paid a more respectable price for that and only bought it once. <laughs> I know it's not pre-owned, but I thought it was an interesting an interesting fringe case for us yeah. to explore. No, that is interesting. <laughs> so bought the same game twice. twice. And it did it twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, eventually had like two copies of the Final Fantasy XV demo and Final Fantasy XV itself. <laughs> Um, and then twice, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, so, you know, I can certainly empathise with someone who was um, following games closely and following Final Fantasy very closely back when you had to do that through, like, Japanese uh, sort of translations of Japanese interviews um, with, like, mm. Tetsuya Nomura and stuff because there was no proper Square Enix back then in Europe. And it was rough. It was a rough time. And I think I, I remember um, being really hyped for Versus 13, then becoming more and more convinced that it was never coming out. Um, I don't know what the hell happened on that, but um, nothing uh, annoys me more from Final Fantasy fans than people saying they wanted Versus 13 more than the actual 15 they made. So yeah, that that always annoys me. Um, I was a big fan of Final Fantasy fifteen. Versus, uh, sorry, what's this called? Was it Type Zero? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Type Zero. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so Type Zero. Once I think it's known as Agito thirteen at some point or something like that. But um, yeah, I played this. It was very mediocre. It's uh, it's certainly not worth owning twice. It's like it feels like a PSP game. I imagine the Crisis Core redo this year will feel a bit like this, where it's like right. Um, it'll look it'll look shiny on the surface but then you'll realize from the truncated levels and stuff that it's actually it's firmly a psp uh sort of game 
it's okay. I broke this game um, by messing with my PC clock to um, make my character level up faster because you could do that in this game. Um, but the <laughs> combat was kind of repetitive and it was, uh, yeah, just not not that interesting. I kind of I was a bit disappointed. I think it would have been spot on for a late in the day PSP release. It actually shipped on two UMDs at the time, which um, I would, wow, that'd be a great thing to own. I think the, a, a multi UMD game. Um, so yeah, it's the only uh, only game that ever did that. Um, so jam packed uh, it was. Um, but God, I want to say guilty on the first set of purchases because that's like ridiculous. Just for Type Zero, I mean, for Type Zero, that's just way too much to pay. Fifteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's not guilty because I was so hyped for fifteen. I I kind of get the impulse there. Um, but you can't just do that for every Final Fantasy game. You'll be a massive debt. Do you know what I mean? Like how many? how many entries are you going to buy like multiple times you know it's it's pick digital or physical my friend you can't i see, I, I see this happening a lot like on game release days on forums you see a lot of people who are basically wigging out that their thing isn't going to get there in time yeah and so they buy the digital one and they're like oh don't worry i can sell this one on and i you know i wonder how many people do and how many people just end up end up with like two copies of this that or the other yeah why are you spending money on that when you can uh, support our patreon at patreon.com slash backpage pod um and get uh, exclusive bonus podcast for the price um, of one collector's edition of final <laughs> fantasy type zero hd you can feed me and samuel for a year <laughs> yeah that's a lot of uh well, that's probably like 15 jc's kitchen that'll get you um yeah like <laughs> a bubble and squeak chicken um so yeah okay so i'm kind of at so yeah, it's kind of a draw on this one, Matthew. Um, Chop a bit of him off. <laughs> yeah, okay. Raiden can like have one leg. Do you know what I mean? And then like you have to go sit in the barrel for a while, which has arrived in the courtroom. Um, and... <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's I mean, that's basically a death sentence. <laughs> Asking someone with an open leg wound to go and sit in a barrel of human shit. <laughs> like, they're gonna die. They're gonna get sick. <laughs> what, is, what is this podcast? <laughs> This podcast, this podcast is like the audio extension of the Hangover I'm experiencing. It's like <laughs> it's like the same thing, but in audio form. Um, yeah, okay, good. Uh, so, right, okay, yeah. So that is that is the verdict. I'm afraid. Um, if right. you like, we can flip the order. They can go in the barrel first, then have their leg chopped off, just to oh, avoid it. Oh, that's feel like it. Yeah, so avoid... that's a half. That's a half and half. Yeah, um, but we get to keep the leg, and I will display the leg on my little um, judge table thing. Um, in fact, I'll use it Good. as a hammer. I'll use it as a <laughs> hammer. It's the thoroughness of this that I like. <laughs> yeah, it's my new gavel. Is is this the leg of this listener? I'm just going to bang it and go order. Um, and then yeah, it's it's sick, but um, it's going to be a great prop, I think. So uh, well, that's it. Well, that's good. So you've now uh, owned the leg of someone called I'm going for a Twix. <laughs> Again, another in betweeners character in our Discord. Uh, very good. Okay. Right. What are you buying? <laughs> Thank you, merchant. <laughs> Exhibit L is from Craft Cheese. Uh, they say that this is their only ever eBay purchase. They bought oh dear, uh, they bought a single copy of the Arcane Collection on PS4, which I ordered as a late Christmas present to myself. I've realised that it was supposed to get here in early February and it is now getting dangerously close to May. I have a tracking number. Is This this feels like you should be complaining to eBay rather than us, but anyway. I have a tracking number, but I can't work out what company it was shipped through, and all the text on the page is in German, which I don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I dread to do the conversion on this, but I spent 40 euros to not receive a collection 
of games of which I've played all of them at least once on both PS4 ah. and PC. Mm. I put myself at the mercy of the wise and noble officers of the court. Why did I include this one? This is so obviously fucking dead meat. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, to address the first point, um, yeah, this is not eBay, so um, I would say go ask them about that. That's that's their problem, <laughs> not mine. I'm not legally culpable for that. You're a wizard, Harry. That was that was PS1 Hagrid back there. Just, you just said you're a wizard, Harry, out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> it's got a few, like, voice lines that'll just play randomly every now and then. But he said it in a really, like distorted curse kind of way um yeah big uh, cursed vibes around ps1 hagrid um yeah so obviously we are talking about some of the finest games ever made we're talking about the dishonored series and i assume that also includes prey matthew is that right should have looked that up yeah that's something a lawyer should do isn't it it's, it's... <laughs> i didn't assume we'd get that deep into this one because basically it's just someone who just bought a 40 euro copy of it. Isn't that just what it costs? Yeah, it must be about that. You can always get these games for quite cheap. Dishonored, Dishonored 2, Dishonored Death of the Outsider, and Prey. Do you get Prey Moon Crash as well? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, just, let's just move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> so these are obviously damn fine first person games, uh, immersive sims, and more shooters in the case of Prey. Um, I like them a lot, but yeah, if you've already pl- played them and purchased them, why do you need a physical copy of them? I just, it's not like this is like, you know, one of those nice limited run sets where you get, you know, Corvo's mask or something. It's like, it's just a fucking box, isn't it, with a game in it that you've played. So, yeah, dead. Dead meat. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't have fun in PlayStation. Ho- have fun in PlayStation Home. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, this, uh, that's, uh, that's good, good news for me. Exhibit M. This is from Sam. Uh, I recently got an Xbox Series X, mostly so I could buy uh, an old old 360 games to relive that generation. You may have spotted that the MGS HD collection is no longer on sale on the digital storefront because the license has expired on some historical archive footage used in the games, so I figured I should pick up a disc copy uh, in case uh, they never get round to renewing it. That's €25 for two out-and-out classics plus Peace Walker, which I always felt was a little overrated. Oh, you're not making a good case for yourself. (laughs) From memory, the level's pretty small and uninspiring. Then there's also €2.50 for Far Cry 2. I actually already own this digitally, but this has a nice quality map and set of instructions inside, and I wanted a hard copy of my favourite game of all time. I concede it may not be the best game ever made, uh, but count me as one of the diehards who was absolutely engrossed in Far Cry 2 when it released, and I wouldn't change a thing about it. This was my version of an immersive sim before Far Cry introduced crazy skill trees, assassination animations, and inventory management. Just a man and his rapidly degrading weapon against literally every NPC in Africa. Loved it. So that's my submission. I may be playing with fire, but I reckon I'm relatively safe. Good playing playing with fire is uh, a fun little gag there because you can set oh, fire yeah. to things in Far Cry 2, of course. That's one of its signature features. Uh, yeah, so Far Cry 2 was like a lightning rod for annoying assholes who pretended other first person shooters were juvenile and this was the only good one and that was annoying right. that was annoying <laughs> having been there but it is quite it is a singular game and mm-hmm. actually I, modern ubisoft would never make a game like that i don't think like the far cry now is not even the it's barely the same series as this i would argue it's like completely detached just you know a big open world sort of like shaking a jar of ants basically and then sort of like seeing what nonsense happens it's not really systemsy in a way that i think is is that fun um 
but it's you know it's 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 fine it's good, it good it's nice looking worlds and fun shooting and stuff i just think that far cry 2 is very much its own beast um so that's yeah. fine no no worries with that one even if you played it before 250 is nothing that's less than a sandwich that is it's nothing um metal gear yeah i uh I can see the the uh, the sort of advantage of this. Like, yeah, it's true that it's a bummer that they take it they take it off sale. I have a digital copy and a physical copy. So while I'm in theory against buying the same game twice, I think you can't you can't fuck about with Metal Gear because you can't be sure that Konami's got your best interests at heart. So yeah, yeah, I think not guilty for this one. But I because they did buy the same game twice two times, they do have to go and sit in the barrel for about thirty minutes. So uh, okay. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of barrel time, but, but I'm still putting that down as not guilty. Yeah, not guilty. I will warn though, uh, Johnny has been shitting the barrel again. Like that's oh, with a person inside it. <laughs> uh, oh, they left first. It's like, let's not get too like scatological here. Like the 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 previous person <laughs> moved on, then he shat in the barrel. Now he's left again. Well, like I thought that's all I wanted was to establish the timeline. One person in the barrel at a time. That's the rule on Sammy Roberts Peninsula. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, my God, that's a, that's a brilliant rule. I should introduce that on Matthew Castle Island. Yeah, um, just to give people an update, by the way, uh, the ore truck from Red Alert is trying to run over Tingle um, from Zelda, <laughs> but the ore truck is very tiny, so Tingle has uh, fought it off with uh, no real trouble. Fantastic. Thank you yeah. for the update, Judge. No worries. <laughs> Exhibit N is from Jashida. This one's one of these, it's just a list of games and prices. Well, that's what, it's, that's what this court is for, frankly. It's not this... Fu- okay, this is what you want. Yeah, it's not fucking performance art, do you know what I mean? We'll go through them one by one. You can just be like, yes, no, and we'll, we'll see if we hit anything too egregious. All right, all right. Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, 25 quid. Has fucking everyone been buying Metal Gear Solid HD Collection? What? <laughs> um, yeah, yes, that's fine, that's fine. That's fine. Kid Icarus Uprising with Stand for 40 quid. The Stand makes me want to say no. Um, because the Stand... <laughs> <laughs> Why? You get more for your money! <laughs> but the Stand is one of the most cursed items ever produced by Nintendo. Like, imagine your control scheme is so bad you need to invent a peripheral uh, for a handheld device in order for people to play it. We're not putting the Stand on trial. What's Sakurai's doing? <laughs> yeah, Do you really not... want to put Sakurai on trial? He's the internet's favourite. No, he's a, he's a good guy. Um... Yeah, uh, I think forty quid is okay for Kid Icarus Uprising. It's got it's weirdly collectible because they never put it on one of those Nintendo Selects um, mm. series. We can get it for fifteen quid. So it's always kept its value. This one, so yeah. Okay. Um, but particularly bonus, it comes with those little cards um, for the you can mm. scan it. But um, yeah, that's fine. That's that's okay. Too. Okay. Orange box, fifteen quid. P- uh, three sixty version. Oh, I can say if it's PS three, you'd be dead. But three sixty was um, perfectly fine version. It's backwards compatible. Yes. Fear two, Project Origin, four quid. Uh, bad game. Well, not bad game. Just not as good as the first one. But um, four quid's nothing. That that's fine. That's still less than I would good. spend on a sandwich. I'm feeling hopeful about these. This one then. Binary domain, eight quid. Yeah, I think that's fine too. I've been looking at this one. Um, it's ten quid to buy digitally, so that's a good price. I've not played the game, but you know, everyone, everyone says uh, this is a, a big Chris Schilling favourite, and <laughs> Screbs likes it too. There's a lot of love for binary domain, so I'm, I'm happy to yeah. let it go. That's a good character character witness there from Chris Schilling <laughs> for this this person. Friends of the pod who have been besmirched by being brought up in a Games Court episode. <laughs> They're like send us strongly worded DMs afterwards, going, "Please don't talk to us, uh, talk about us in your in your dog shit." <laughs> take, take down uh, notices from their lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> so if you heard a beat just then, yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon Omega Ruby, thirty quid. Uh, nah, I think that's too much. Like, what are you doing <laughs> buying 
you know i can never remember games. which which ones of these because there's one which it's like the ds era ones are worth like shit loads isn't it it's like the plat um, yeah platinum that's right yeah sorry yeah. platinum's worth like mega bucks yeah because platinum's got stuff in it that even the remakes that they did don't have well done nintendo um <laughs> like why wouldn't you just make the most comprehensive version possible um <laughs> yeah so it's um yeah, this is the one that came out, Matthew, on 3DS after X and Y. So this was like, yeah, the, um, yeah, the remakes I think of Nintendo the Nintendo Max one. shot by the time this came out. Right, okay. Yeah, it was like, these were like the GBA ones remade. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say no. 30 quid's a lot for that. Like, um, mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are so many like more recent Pokemon games. I don't think you can be getting caught up on playing the old ones. And I have no nostalgia for um, Ruby and Sapphire. So uh, yeah, sorry. That's not. That's you should not... just borrow that, that other person's jailbroken 2DS and play it. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Dragon Quest Monsters 3, professional. You can enjoy those <laughs> those two games and no more games. Red Faction Gorilla, eight quid. So I love this game, but I think that's too high a price for it. I got it on um <laughs> I got it on a Switch the other day for I think two ninety nine. Like oh. that's like you know, and that's a, a more modern it's a remaster. It's a very bare bones remaster. It's nothing to get excited about. But it's remastered with the Mars, isn't it? Yeah, I, somehow THQ Nordic has like got <laughs> the re-reckoning for Kingdoms of Amala. Um and you know, I think SpongeBob rehydrated or whatever it was they did. Yeah. Um That's um, like what we would do if we were actually in charge of game levels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's okay. going to be guilty for that one. That one. Yeah. What about Spec Ops the Line for 5 quid? Yeah, you know, great game. Um you can only get this for like less than that in the Xbox sell, but it's not much in it. Five quid is still less than I would spend on a sandwich, so that's fine. Yeah, Darkness Two. This is the last one. Darkness Two for five quid. Yeah, again, this is an interesting game. This like um, it is a more out and out fun shooter than the original Darkness was, which is a little bit more sort of tactical. You had like these limited these powers that were quite limited in their their ability. You had to play it more stealthily because you couldn't really win a, a front a sort of all out firefight. Hmm. This one, which is made by Digital Extremes, they just were like. What if those um, tentacle lads on your shoulders could basically be like uh, Doc Ock tentacles in Spider-Man? They could just whip dudes and like slice through them and shit. And um, the game delivers on that. It's very short. Um, has two endings. One terrible ending that's like in the darkness lore that's absolute rubbish. And then one uh, very good bad ending where you're basically uh, in like a, an asylum sort of dancing with the nurse there. And it's really quite haunting. A bit of a spoiler Ooh. there, but who cares? It's an- 11 year old game you should have played it by now no one cares about the darkness anyway so yep um that's fine with me matthew i like the darkness too it's good so really aside from uh red faction and pokemon omega ruby you were kind of into this collection of games yeah i was actually i was hoping for more peril to be honest like oh, what you kind of what you want in games court is uh, like three great games and like one bullshit game like oh i've got imagine horses on ds for 58 quid do you know what i mean like <laughs> um but you know i but you know you can't manufacture this drama these are real people with real games purchases that's what we want on this podcast um so yeah not guilty okay fantastic what was that from the merchant uh (laughs) what are you buying that's right (laughs) (laughs) exhibit oh it's just from tree smurf i present to the honorable judge my purchase of the amazing spider-man 2 on ps4 from cex for 35 pounds Ooh. <laughs> so this is the one based on the Andrew Garfield film, yeah? Yeah. 
Now, I know this seems expensive for a game with a 53 rating on Open Critic, but it's the latest addition to my collection of Marvel games, and from what I understand, one of the harder ones to get hold of, with many people asking for double what I paid. It does come with the caveat that the case for it wasn't in the best condition, so I'll probably buy a copy of FIFA 17 or something like that for a charity shop for 99p to swap the cases. I have every intention of playing it, which suggests he hasn't, uh, as I usually get a kick out of superhero games, and the price was offset by trading in the rubbish Pokemon Brilliant Diamond uh, for £20. So it wasn't that expensive overall. Except that game... Pokemon Brilliant Diamond would have been like 50 quid, right? On Switch, anyway. So, that yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2, £35. I looked up this thing about how much it actually goes for, and I found uh, mint condition brand new copies for 30 quid and loads of pre-owned copies for low <laughs> 20s. I didn't want to share that, but I felt like I had to in the name of honesty. Yeah, so, you know, I am... I, I think I know I know a fair amount about the, the Spider-Man games generally. Like, uh, I followed them very closely over the years. The one to, like, that would get you a not guilty verdict and on Samuel Roberts' Peninsula oh, in this that's courtroom. a spoiler alert for what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, if you'd said this, you'd be alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you selling? Don't know why I said that. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you. Don't know why I said that. Uh, maybe someone's buying stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's a. Maybe it's like nuclear Gandhi get sort of uh, acquiring some firearms from um, from the merchant. Really if say? these people seem to be just saying stuff out loud, they could just be talking to a commander conquer soldier. We can't see. <laughs> yeah, that is very possible. So um, maybe he's buying something from Tanya. <laughs> Uh, that more of my appliances have turned Soviet, by the way. It's rough in my kitchen at the moment. Um, oh, food, yikes. Food mixer's just, like, red now and just, like, um, pro-Stalin. It's it's rough in there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, Spider-Man games. This is, like... These games... I played the original Amazing Spider-Man game, and I think this was kind of like a reskin of that. Basically the same thing. Um, like, had an okay-looking New York in it. Just quite, you know, bland. But then... In a world where the Insomniac games exist, I don't think there's any real need to go poking around old Spider-Man games. Like, we've sort Mm. of... I don't know, there's not much value in excavating them. Probably Shattered Dimensions is the one that would get you a not guilty verdict on this island. That was, like, the one that kind of introduced the Spider-Verse concept, really. Um, And that goes Mm. for a lot of money. Uh, Also interesting is... uh, Is it Web of Shadows? Mm, Maybe that's not the one, actually. Um, There was... Yeah, I think it is Web of Shadows, actually. It's one where you get, like, Venom powers. It came out in 2008 that Treyarch made. That's... That's kind of interesting and also goes quite high price because you can't get it digitally anymore. Um, those would right. have been better purchases. Instead, you've overpaid for a shit Spider-Man game and, like, guilty, frankly. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that's that's what that's what Raiden is for. That's what PlayStation Home is for. It's for this sort of thing, you know. So take him out back, cut him up, get him uploaded to PlayStation Home immediately. I love the idea of a, of a judge justifying a death sentence with, do you know what I mean? <laughs> It's like they normally have to explain their quite complicated thinking behind this quite <laughs> grand move that they're making. It's just like, do you see what, you know what I mean? It's kind of got, it's kind of got that feel to it, isn't it? <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. It's kind of got that feel of like, let's take this man's life, you know? <laughs> I've been noodling it and yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Okay, good. Um, good. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that tree surf. I should have defended it better rather than telling everyone how uh, how much these games actually go. This for. is like yeah, this is like um, me helping you with your draft picks, but in reverse. Um, yeah, we yeah. just tag teamed a man to death. <laughs> yeah, good. We should high five afterwards in the courtroom and baffle everyone. Classic defense judge tag team. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Exhibit P from Ryan Plugs. I recently spent £8 on a sealed copy of face training for the DSi so mm. I could use the included cardboard stand for when I was playing through the Ace Attorney games again. I don't know this cardboard stand. I might need to research it, actually. The face training was a DSi game. It used the camera to scan your face and then you did like f- like face stretching things to try and keep your skin looking youthful was the idea. The Japanese version came with a really nice plastic stand that I had on my desk for for years because it came out in Japan way before it came out in the UK. It had like a plastic stand, not um, super obnoxious like the what you had to put the 3DS in or anything for like Kid Icarus. It was more like a, a for like holding a book up. It was for holding it in the book position, if you can imagine that. Yeah. So the yeah, like the hotel desk position, basically, which actually doesn't make any sense. Not for Phoenix right. Yeah, he says he's going to use it for Phoenix Wright, where you hold the stand the other way around. Which I, I guess you could do. It is just a piece of yeah. plastic, but I assume it's yeah, calibrated. Yeah, well, this to be isn't though. Way. The UK version is quite a nasty bit of cardboard, um, which I didn't uh, want to tell you. But if this was the Japanese one, I'd be like, well, that's kind of a curio. I feel like you could make this out of a cereal box if you if you were so minded. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I did find the picture of the original, the Japanese one. It does look. It did look really nice has a little space for your stylus and stuff. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy a good comedy cardboard peripheral that comes with the game. <laughs> See also the Metal Gear Acid 2 uh, 3D goggles um, <laughs> uh, device you had to put on your PSP and then s- stick your face on your PSP to, to see it ridiculous um but this seems uh, this is just a bit of cardboard for eight quid and quite nasty as you say and i don't know face training's got like cursed early 3ds days energy to it um it t- you know the 3ds takes a little while to get going and this is the kind of boring bullshit that was i don't know dragging it down i think so dead i think for this i one. wrote of this game in endgamer after using face training, this writer has not seen a sudden influx of ladies drawn to his Brad Pitt-like face, that's for sure. Has that changed since that review, Matthew? Uh, well, face training has nothing to do with what's happened to my face since then. That's more to do with, I blame it on Twixes. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, That's a, a, a diet-related matter, and not a 3DS game-related matter. Um, okay, yeah, so guilty. Uh, what are you buying? Is that to the court or Tanya? Uh, that's to the court. Um, okay. By the way, uh, it's a bit like, cute. N- nuclear Gandhi has uh, kind of taken out most of like uh, Canada and Alaska at this point. So there may be some consequences to that. A bit of fallout. We'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, it's rough. Currently got an eight to seven guilty to not guilty. Okay. It's getting a bit spicy. Exhibit Q. This is our second to last one. This is from Personal Nadir. Oh, yeah. I present to the Honourable Judge my recent Game Boy splurge. After spending £10.53 on replacement parts and £5.49 on a screwdriver to get my Game Boy working again, I became possessed by a desire to try classic games that passed me by. When I was a child, my selection was entirely decided by how cool the box art looked and what the local toy shop had in stock. Now I can be solely guided by internet lists. With that in mind, here are my purchases. All came without a case or box. So he bought a cluster for £35.74. This was just obviously one eBay lot, which came with Metroid 2 Return of Samus, Tetris, Space Invaders, and Mortal Kombat for £35.74. And then he also bought James Bond 007, for £11.85. Oh, interesting. Um, 
So, I, go on. I, I feel like, in the name of honesty, I have to say, like, Mortal Kombat is largely held as one of the worst Game Boy games. Okay. Um, uh, I, I found quite a funny quote from a Nintendo Life review, which gave it 1 out of 10, which said, uh, <laughs> At the time of release, Nintendo frowned upon ripping people's spines out, and so developers replaced the more gruesome finishing moves. Former Batbone collector Sub-Zero now simply punches his opponent. Worst fatality ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, punch is still pretty bad, but yeah, I can see why that removes the USP. I mean, I wouldn't even know how to begin getting like a, a beat-em-up, not-looky shit on a Game Boy. Like, what were they thinking? Do you know yeah, what I mean? also, like, if you did the button inputs too fast, you didn't recognise them, you had to do your combos slowly yeah. for it to register them. You know what, though? Like, So we have Metroid 2 and we have yeah. Tetris. What was the other game? Space Invaders. I assume that would work okay on a Game Boy. Um, yeah, I mean it's Space Invaders. Basic, basic ass game. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> and you know, to, it's tough because it's like, am I judging that as a bundle or like all of it together? I suppose it's all of it together. And like James Bond 007, we have discussed it on this podcast before, but this is basically like a Zelda ripoff, um, but a really good one. Uh, it's like you know, it takes you to a, it, kind of like mixes in a variety of sort of like. Uh, Roger Moore, Sean Connery era mm. Bond villains and locations and and stuff, but it's a little bit fun and silly. Um, you know, it's a, a great curio, I would say. Um, well worth it for eleven quid. So I think that's that's such a good purchase. I'm probably going to say not guilty. I'm not as experienced with Metroid Two, but isn't that like can't you just play that on 3ds? And there are new 3ds. So, yeah, yeah. Me- Metroid Two's been yeah, that's that's the one that was remade as. Yeah, it's Samus Returns. Mercury um, Steam, yeah. On 3DS. Uh, there was also that... I th- I don't know if you can still play it, but there was like a fan-made remake of this. Oh, yeah. It's like A2M or something like yeah, that. Which yeah, is, which is quite highly <laughs> Wait a minute, of. A2M stands for ass to mouth, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's why Nintendo wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> I'm going to find out what that's called, because... Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like another Metroid Two. It's not yeah. AM Two R. Yeah, there you go. I was I was close. <laughs> not A Two M. It's AM Two R. Rather than ass to mouth redux. Ah, uh. oh, very good. Um, yeah, this was remade, and I think like it was tough because I think it got. I think the 3DS one got bashed by comparison a little bit because this one I think basically used like the uh the zero mission um sort of sprites and visual style um yeah so you know that's that's tough that is a very nice visual style and it was kind of it was like that sort of 3d um they were going for with um the 3ds one right like it was a fully 3d game that just happened to be yeah 3D. like more yeah a, like a proto metroid dread yeah exactly so yeah there were two <laughs> two remakes there um so yeah would you <laughs> Such a stupid error to make. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, Tetris. Would you ever play Game Boy Tetris? You know, like there's so I many mean, ways it's... to play Tetris. I don't know. Like, I just it's play. Got... I I feel like there was a point where actually Game Boy Tetris still was the best Tetris for a very long time. Yeah. But today, like, it's just not true anymore. You know, you'd play Tetris Effect or Tetris Ninety Nine. Uh, yeah, or... exactly. I think I think I think in, in this day and age, but yeah, the DS ver- DS version of Tetris is great too. Um... He does he does add to this. I confess, I bought the Mortal Kombat collection purely for Metroid, with the hope of selling the others on. This hasn't happened yet, 
please release me from this island without time so I can rid myself of Mortal Kombat. It is utterly unplayable. So they're a little bit of a, you know, another kind of hurt me, hurt me judge type thing. Yeah. Um, so the first bundle of games doesn't really inspire me. I But James Bond, oh. It's, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I've got a lot of fondness for this too. I think, I think that, like, I actually think genuinely good Game Boy Curios are, are sort of few and far between. I think a lot of these games you go back to them, they're absolutely rank. Yeah. Um, but um, that one, I think, is holds up. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, when you look at how much shovelware was in the Game Boy library, it's like fucking unbelievable amount of shit, yeah. movie tie-ins and stuff. Um, yeah, okay. God. Um, I'm going to say not guilty for James Bond. And also... <sighs> One bad game out of a bundle for like thirty five quid's not so bad. Like I wouldn't be hurting too much having got a Metroid and um Tetris out of it. I do question how much you would play play those games. Um, yeah. and Space Invaders. Who's in the mood to ever play Space Invaders? Do you know what I mean? I mean just play Super Stardust or something. There's way way better versions of that to be played now. Yeah, because Metroid two is on like three D S virtual console as well. Mm. Um but yeah, you've, I, you've said you've said not guilty now. So. I, I, part, I partly wanted to create a bit of drama for this final one because it's like this. It rests on the last one, doesn't it? Isn't that how it's? It how does. It's gone? Yes, we're we are. Yeah, eight point five guilty, eight point five not guilty. That's because <laughs> you've got someone's leg, <laughs> in a, or someone's sitting in a barrel of shit with a no wound or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, we don't have. I like that. the idea that that person's head is sticking out the top of the barrel and they're still like watching everything very engaged by it <laughs> and i'm watching a man just brandish a leg at a courtroom um <laughs> yeah okay good um wasn't someone going to be uploaded into digital hagrid as well to ps1 hagrid? <laughs> oh was... yeah someone has been uploaded into digital hagrid <laughs> yeah okay um that was only... snot rocket <laughs> yeah oh yeah now i remember yeah good stuff snot uh, fuck's sake. go on so last, this is last the final one, exhibit yeah. exhibit r from the great beard of wisdom it's a bit of a long one it's a bit of a complicated one I have been systematically buying every Silent Hill game on eBay for the last nine months, each of them seemingly going up in price. It's gone in this order. Uh, I'll go read you through the order and the prices, Mm -hmm. and then I'll finish the letter and we can go back through it, okay? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Silent Hill Homecoming, £20. Silent Hill Downpour, £35. Silent Hill 3, £35. Silent Hill 2, £40. Silent Hill, the original, £60. Silent Hill, Book of Memories, £60. Silent Hill Origins, £64. Silent Hill Shattered Memories, still sealed, £200. Fucking hell. Okay. Right, and I'll read the justification. My reasons for these purchases... This is sort of hilariously mercenary, I love this. My reasons for these purchases are that I have never played any of the games post-Team Silent and wanted to experience them firsthand with an intent to sell them on as a collection in the future, as I feel they are very sought after. Ironically, I will not be able to play Book of Memories as I do not own a Vita, so this purchase is literally to complete the set, so that's £60 he spent on that one. I'm hoping this series of exhibits will result in a lenient sentencing given the balance of uh, calibre when it comes to good games versus bad games on display. But if either judge feels a harsher sentence is required due to the intent to profit from them in the future, coupled with the knowledge that Shattered Memories will not be played but watched on YouTube, (laughs) 
so as to keep the seal intact, then I would ask that I be pulped uh, after my eBay selling so at least can enjoy the profit and uh, take my profits with me. Truth mm. be told, I'm not a wine drinker, so you could easily pull the wool over my eyes with a cheap Merlot from Sainsbury's and I wouldn't know any difference. So, yeah, what? so lots to unpack here. He's yeah. building a collection to sell it. He spent £200 on a game that he's now watching on YouTube rather than playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and he spent a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, first of all, not enough cash, stranger. Um, <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> um, I'm glad he's weighed in on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Okay. Like, I feel like we've got to the sort of final form of the people who are in our discord who are like i just spent way too much money on x thing um did i make a mistake because i was fascinated about this one weirdo game from the past this is like the final form of that um <laughs> yeah this this is tough so i am going to need you to go through the prices again and then i'm going to okay. assign like a yes or no to them and then we'll tally them up at the end yeah okay Sun hill homecoming 20 pounds that still seems high but i'm going to allow that because it's not that bad compared to some of the other ones. So that's... also, like he set out specifically to play the post team silent ones. So yeah, that ticks that box. Yeah, it does. But you know, that's is that a good idea? Is a, a larger <laughs> question <laughs> because I mean, it is a it is a weird project to embark on. <laughs> yeah, these are like you know, this is notoriously a series that peaked with the team silent entries. Yeah. So to go afterwards is bold. Um, yeah, yeah. But that but that's not too bad compared to some of the other ones. So. That's Silent okay. Hill downpour, thirty-five. That's just too high, I think. Um, okay. Like, I, it's not. It's like this game isn't quite as bad as people say it is. It's interesting. Has some interesting bits to it. Uh, weirdly, lots of melee combat. That's kind of strange. Yeah, I think if you got this under twenty quid, it'd be a good curio. But I'm not sure mm-hmm. I can have that. Silent Hill three, thirty-five pounds. Well, that is a team silent one. Um, so that's fine. Do you know what the PS two? Um, sort of original Silent Hill games are like out of control price wise because basically every time like a horror YouTuber does like a, a like a video on them people are just like I have to play this mythical horror game um, and yeah. this, this happens over and over again so now these prices are out of control um, okay. so that's okay because I don't think that's a good price good game the HD collection one isn't acceptable so that's that's okay yep Silent Hill 2 40 pounds <laughs> yep again same as before that's okay um, okay, yeah, good. Sun Hill 2, all-time classic, um, still still not bettered um, in its original form. The original Sun Hill, 60 quid. I don't really like the original Sun Hill. I thought it was hard work when I played it again. I would say this this should have just been bought for 8 quid on um, PS Vita. Um, this yeah. shouldn't be buying a physical copy of this. It's, uh, that's too much, I, I think. Okay, Sun Hill Book of Memories, 60 quid. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one they can't play on PS Vita that's meant to be quite bad. Um so yeah, guilty for this one for okay. sure. Yeah, Silent Hill Origins. I don't even remember this one. Sixty-four pounds. Yeah, there's like a big crop of these sort of. I think I think this one came out on, I think like PSP and PS2. Um, right. Like uh, yeah, I don't know that much about it. Um, yeah, I think like sixty quid's a lot for this. Uh, I don't know. I'm actually going to abstain on that one because I don't know okay. enough about it to make a to, to make a decision. Um, so yeah, abstaining on that one. So you're into three of them, you're not into three of them, one you're abstaining on. So it really comes down to whether or not you think spending 200 quid on a sealed copy of Silent Hill Shattered Memories is a wise move. 
that you're not even going to play. That was the that was your downfall, I'm afraid. Um, like I bought a copy of this for about forty quid, I think, um, on Wii, which I think was fine for for what it is. Um, but two hundred quid, and you're not even going to play it. I mean, come on, man. Like, well, just you know, try try a bit harder. I say. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is. Um, like, this that is, is so much money. That's so much money for a game that's like interesting, but its reputation is overblown a little bit relative to what it is. Matthew, do you think that's probably fair to say about one one hundred percent? I I think this is quite an overrated Silent Hill. Like I think it's fundamentally like not effective as a horror game in any way. Yeah, you explain which why. Which is a huge mark against it for this series. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's not. I mean, when people describe the cool bits of it, they are basically talking about the little narrative wraparounds that yeah. let you affect different parts of the game in interesting ways and they are cool but then it's kind of bookended by all these boring chases um through very cheap looking environments i think um so yeah i don't i don't think it's as interesting as people say it's definitely not in the league of sun hill two and three that's the other thing about shattered memories like two and three are all-time classics they don't feel like they're compromised in any way they look amazing um sound amazing um mm. but yeah this is not 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 a game you need to buy for two hundred pounds, I would say. Well, that's—I mean—that that sounds like you're adding it up to a to guilty here. Yeah, I think so. That's all of them, right? It's not somehow is... like eight more Silent Hill games I've never heard of. No, um, that is that's that's the that's a lot of them. Yeah. See, uh, this—I think if you just paid more sensible prices for some of this and had more of an intent to play them rather than just like look at them and then sell them, that's like you know that's some landlord shit I, right there. Do you I, know what I mean? I'd love to know if this collection actually does make a profit. Yeah, off the top of my head, you're looking at like about f- f- like 400 quid. Would yeah. you pay 400 quid plus for a complete Silent Hill collection? Like that might be true in like a few years, you know, if like the series comes yeah. back in some form or something like that might that might add up. But will you find someone as daft as you to spend 200 quid <laughs> plus on a sealed copy of Shattered Memories. I'm not banking on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of like that's a that's a big gamble. You know what I mean? I just yeah. Um, this is probably a Patreon backer. If because if you're Ill, if you're ill advisedly spending your money on Silent Hill games, you probably back the Patreon, which I appreciate. Um, I would almost let them off on that alone, but um, nah. It's um, it's uh, slice them up, get them in PlayStation Home, leave them there forever, or at least until the PS3 uh, breaks. What a what a shocking turn of events! By my mm. calculation, that is nine and a half guilty <laughs> to eight and a half not guilty. Okay, um, I am going to make a late decision here and let that guy have his leg back. Um, he's like it's a bit like it's a bit worse for wear. I'll be honest. I'm going to undo that half and do a bit of leniency because the sheer madness of. 200 pounds and shattered memories has recontextualized that purchase somewhat um <laughs> so so the leg is his once more whoever that was oh, man, man, real judges can't do that they can't <laughs> go like oh man i thought that guy's murder was bad but yeah. you sir your murder was so bad uh, uh, that actually what he did was no longer murder <laughs> Answer me this though, uh, Matthew. Um, do real courtrooms have the the inventor of PlayStation, Nuclear Gandhi, and PS One Hagrid in them? Like oh, that they, is my they, yeah. They, they do with the right case, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a case I would love to see. That is the trial of the century you just described there. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. Um, by the way, well, that the... makes it that makes it by my count nine all. 
Yeah. Um. The uh. By the way, the um. The the barrel is now turned Soviet as well. Like some oh, more, no. <laughs> some engineers got in there. Um. You know, don't know what they're going to do with it. Not my problem, frankly. Um. But yeah. Um. Share so it out equally. Everyone gets an equal amount of shit from the barrel. <laughs> uh. Okay. Good. Um. And so yeah, we are the the um. San Roberts Peninsula is also um. It's being annexed once more by the people of Indonesia. So we're gonna oh. have to, we're gonna have to get out of here now. I think. Um. <laughs> It's, it's, t- it's tough for this uh, this this civilization. Um, okay, good. So 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 even um, even Stevens then Matthew. Clean down the middle. Well, it's not clean because it's a barrel of shit. But you know, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. nothing clean about it. Frankly, there is no there is no. You're quite no. right. I enjoyed those collection of games. I thought there were a lot of interesting ones. I think you're right though. I think we need to recalibrate and get some more. Give us some old fashioned games and prices. Yeah, so uh, I bought the second-hand game for this amount of money. That's basically what GameScore ju- is. We're not here to judge your soul or, like, something you did or, like, I bought, like, Sonic Adventure for £8 <laughs> and I also, like, hit a man in my car once. We're not interested in the car bit. <laughs> like, just the Sonic Adventure bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's, uh, you know, I didn't need all that coming-of-age shit in the new Super Mario Bros. 2 one. Like, I just, you know you know what I mean? It's like, we're, we're not here. For, this isn't Adventureland. We're not here for this. Do you know what I mean? Um <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned that film of all of them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it, yeah. It, so yeah, go to uh, Games Court submissions on the Discord. You can find the Discord link in our um, Twitter uh, bio. Um, if you go in there, you can submit um, entries for future Games Court. Next time, Matthew will be the judge once more, and I will be the lawyer. I will not be hungover next time either. That will be a little little bonus to look out and for. And your throat will not be scratched by egg. <laughs> egg, yeah, exactly. I will lose my sexy Kathleen Turner voice. Um, okay, my good. Kathleen Turner egg voice. <laughs> Let's get out of this uh, courtroom before we're catamaried, Matthew. Another successful run in Games Court. Yeah, let's do it. All right, good. Um, so this uh, this podcast is over. Um, thank God. Uh, frankly. This episode. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, this episode is over. Um, thank you so much for uh, your support on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash backpagepod. For those who are not signed up, um, we uh, do two extra podcasts a month on there. One is about games, one is about uh, pop culture. We have just this week actually released the... Um, our best TV shows of the century pod, which is almost three hours long. Um, really long episode where we go through like a bunch of TV we like. I would say that our level of chat about TV is definitely on par with um, our chat about games, wouldn't you say, Matthew, in terms of baked in experience and things to say? Oh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit different for us, but we, we really enjoyed it. Next yeah. up for the um, XL episode for patrons is going to be um, the Top Metal Gear moments. We're doing that in July. That'll be fun. Um, and I think we're probably going to do like a second part of the TV shows um, in uh, in July as well, Matthew, for the other XXL episodes. So um, yeah, yeah, more, to, more plenty to look forward to on there. Four pound fifty for the XL tier gets you that. Um, it does add tax on top of that. Sorry about that. Um, can't control tax, unfortunately. Only on Samuel Roberts Peninsula. <laughs> we're back page pod on Twitter, Matthew. Where can people find you? Uh, at Mr Basil underscore Pesto. I'm Samuel W Roberts, and uh, see you next week for something or other. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.